0: All right, here we are again. Here we are. We are at sheer number 14, Baruch Hashem. The numbers keep on, keep on growing, Baruch Hashem. We are dealing with a off-the-beaten-track kind of topic, and it's great to have two doctors in the audience, as I'll explain. So last time, just as a bit of a recap, we talked about the concept of prophecy, what it is what it isn't, how do you know who's a real prophet, who's not, a few basic ideas where he has to be a gigantic tzaddik before you even think about listening to what he says, number one number two, the Torah can never change so if someone would try changing it then you know that, that the person is not legitimate but I want introduce, to introduce tonight's topic with an open-ended question and the open-ended question is how does a person investing in their physical health relate to their observance of Judaism? Is that a mitzvah to exercise?
1: <laughs>
0: okay, Shimon says the pasuk says you should guard yourself. So maybe that means I should wear a seatbelt. What, no, no, uh, what about exercising? What about exercising? A mitzvah to exercise. Why? Uh, why is it a mitzvah to exercise? There's another
1: pasuk in the Torah that they learned in high school. I don't remember what pasuk.
0: I have two doctors in the audience. I want to hear. I want to hear what the doctors have to say. Beautiful.
1: Well, I think, that, um, you know, just your body is a gift. Um, okay, so we are, we are the
0: guardians, right? We're the guardians of the body that Hashem gave us. So it's our job to take care of the body. Our duty. What?
2: The question is, it a mitzvah? It doesn't necessarily have to be. You do in the
0: and you can't have a in this world without a goof. Okay, so, the, so now we're getting into another layer. That the goof and the neshama work, are somehow working together. There's a synergy. There's a synergy between the guf and the neshama. Amazing, fantastic. What about emotional health? How does emotional health... What does that mean So a person is struggling with anxiety. A person is struggling with depression. Person goes to see Dr. Weissman, and Dr. Weissman is going to help them out with that. How does that relate to a person's religious experience? I mean, Dr. Weissman wrote a whole book. It still says. What? It
1: still says the 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 Schmitzel. Okay, so Schimmitz has the same thing. It's not
0: any different. You would concur? So it's the same, it's perhaps the same kind of thing. You're taking care of. Instead of the physical body, you're taking care of, you know, a person t- is taking care of their psyche. Okay. So I heard a beautiful idea from Rabbi Kiva If you contrast the cross from other world religions to the mugging David, which admittedly is not an ancient Jewish symbol, it's, it's, it's a symbol which started being used more recently, the no. old, the the ancient Jewish symbol for a Jewish gravestone was a menorah, which yeah. is fascinating.
1: Magen David had nothing to do with.
0: Magen David is a is is. I mean, it's it's from the times of the morale You're talking hundreds of years. Not before. But the la, but the point, the Most point.
1: That?
0: The, the, the the If you look at the Sefer Tzemach David, it talks about it. But my, my yeah. question, yeah, if you look yeah. at the
2: ancient Hebrew, not the modern Hebrew letters. Yeah. With the ancient Hebrew letters, the right. Dalet is a. Just a, a uh, triangle, and then you have a spear with it. You have. Like sh- it's Morg- like a shield. So I, I didn't it's really a- think that the morgan of was that young. Uh huh. If you really look at the ancient um, yeah. Hebrew lettering. Right. So that's that's
0: Ksav, that's Ksav every. Right.
1: is the. Right, what the had there, there were many different, many different versions of the. Right.
2: Different. Yeah, they, they, they say the service had debris. Why, had a semach oh. The a The semach didn't look like it's that a, in ancient Hebrew. It's, well, it's we're a using Today is as the Assyrian script. We're not using the, the ancient right. Hebrew script. So
0: that's a machlikus between the Bavli and the Rishalmi. If you look in the Gemara Megillah, the Gemara Megillah maintains that it was written in the black letters. Uh, but either way, the point, I want—I don't want to get yeah. into Xav every too much. The point is, Rikivitat says, If you contrast the Magin David with the cross, you'll notice that the cross basically expresses the idea of two dimensions that happen to intersect, but those two lines, those perpendicular lines, the persons that you see on a cross, they're not related. It's almost like contradictory. And that's kind of expressive of a more Christian view of higher spirituality obligates one to separate from the physical world. So for example, the Pope doesn't get married, nuns don't get married, and so on and so forth. Masha Enkin is different when it comes to Yiddishkeit. The Magadavit is all interconnected. It's all, it's creating a holistic, integrated religious personality. Every single aspect of life, both the physical and the spiritual work together, which means that the physical part of our existence, including our physical bodies, are supposed to work together with the spiritual world and be create that integrated person. There's no contradiction between the physical part of ourselves and the spiritual part of ourselves. Yeah.
1: Abstinence is, a, is also very commonly
0: Okay. So so abstinence. Yeah. Right. So does that mean constant fasting? Does that mean never getting married? The kind Godel oh, yeah. had to be married.
1: Well, there
0: was a lot of constant fasting, <laughs> So, dep- it, dep- it, again, on individual levels, yes. And yeah. for people who are... Like Moshe Rabbeinu will learn about it in a few weeks how Moshe Rabbeinu... how his whole realm of existence was different than ours. But in general, our job is to lift up the, the, the physical. If you look at the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch talks about the meaning of the brachas that we say every day. So when a person uses the bathroom... You finish up the racha roy fechol Hashem heals all flesh, flesh Umafli <speaking> lasos. <in Hebrew> Hashem acts wondrously. What's so wondrous? So the Rama explains the fact that Hashem keeps the spirit of a person inside. davar bedavar gashmi. He ties up this physical being, the spiritual being of the neshama, inside something physical. Hashem is able to do something. It's like, fire and ice of Machas Bard we'll learn about it in a few weeks right it's just like if you think about it the two things don't fit something which is spiritual as the neshama existing in something physical like a, like a body with blood cells and capillaries and oxygen and carbon dioxide and all of the different things going on that's not the right frequency to put a neshama in neshama is so spiritual how do those two things interact it's very difficult so if you look at the Ramam, when the Ramam talks about what a person needs to become a Navi, one sh- we're going to focus on two words today. The Ramam says, a person who, of course, is a Zbik Tzaddik, and he reaches all of his high madragas, and he's Shalem Begufo, he is complete in his body, that is a requirement to be a Navi. Why, why would that be necessary? It's not like we said from the Dresha around last time, which is that you want to look like a physically imposing person. That, the Gemara says, some people say that he needs to be a tall person, or a person with physical strength. This is talking about being healthy. This being a healthy physical body. So the Rambam himself, who was a doctor, had a very enlightened view of the role of the body in Yiddishkeit. He says that having a, Rambam says in Hilchus Deus Perak Dawat in the beginning, Having a healthy and complete body is a, from the ways of accessing Hashem. Why? Because a person who doesn't have a complete body doesn't have a healthy body. Davar It's impossible for that person to be able to access awareness of the divine, while he's sick. Now again, Big tzaddikim were able to learn Torah through tremendous difficulty, but we all know what it's like when we're sick. We're not going to be able to function right. We're not going to be able to learn properly. We're not going to be able to daven properly, and so on. The gives. Is this gives... specific to a navi, or is this to anybody really? Like, is this we're supposed to pull out from this at our own level that having a shul? Okay, good, excellent. So we're going to talk about that, and it's totally relevant to our lives. This is so so real for us, and this statement that the Ramam says about it's impossible for a person to know about Hashem while he's sick, that statement is not said about being a Navi. That statement is said about me and you.
2: When somebody is sick, even when we are well, I don't think we know that much about Hashem.
0: Yes, that's true. When the Ramam talks about knowing Hashem, uh, we can apply that as connecting to Hashem. That's, I think, a way for us to... The Lashen of Yediyah, of knowledge, is connected to just connection. Right, like between us and, and Hashem. When Hashem knows, when Hashem knew, it means that he was, Rashi says that he was, when, you know, he, was, when he, he, he connected to the suffering, he, he was, he understood, he he right. was focused in, he was connected to the Jewish, but not that he knew, he always right. knew. Hashem obviously, right, Hashem always, right, exactly. So if you want to know what the relationship is between the body and the, and the soul, the Archa Siddiquim gives a beautiful mashal. He talks about a horse and a rider. So, the neshama is supposed to be the rider. And the guf, the body, is the horse. The neshama guides the body the same way the man who's riding the horse is, is, is guiding the horse. you got to take care of your horse. Now, clearly, the essence of a person is not their body. I mean, Kivitat says something mind-boggling. Every person that you know, the way you feel that you know them is by looking at them you see their face but if you think about it a face is skin and cartilage and bones are you seeing them? It's only, it's only a... we feel that it's synonymous but really behind the skin and the bones and the flesh there's a person behind there
1: it's only one part of the body. Oh. right,
0: it's a part of the body the panim reveals part of the pnim. you can see some of the inner essence of a person but we have to realize that the inside the neshama, that's the rider I take care of my body because if the rider needs to get someplace, I need to put on tvella and if I don't have arms, I'm not going to be able to put on tvella. I bring my body through the world, as the, as the Ramchal says, that my body is what does the mitzvahs. But what's causing the body to be able to do that? What, what are the aspirations of my body? Well, it's really the aspirations of the soul, because otherwise, if the horse is pulling along the rider, then you know it's bad news, <laughs> right? You have the bucking bronco, right, out of rodeo. Bad news. <laughs> you yeah, have to
2: do mitzvahs, which means you need the nishama in the... Okay,
0: so, right, so when the person's doing the mitzvahs, you want that the neshama should be the cause for that mitzvah. So basically, taking care of the body, making sure the body is healthy, and so on and so forth, is necessary because we're working as a team. The horse and the rider are a team Fascinating application to this idea Yitzchak is going to give A bracha to, his, uh, to Esav He thinks he's giving it to Esav At the end of his life So he goes to Esav And he says Go make for me tasty A tasty food mat'amim, Just like I love it In order that I should give you a bracha Before I die can you imagine Moshe Feinstein, you know, Adar, he's about to give his child a bracha. And he says, You know what I want you to do? Make me a nice steak. You know how I like it. Make me that nice steak, and then I'm going to give you a bracha. What, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? So the Dreshah around from 14th century Spain says as follows This tension that we spoke about between the body and the Neshama makes every prophecy something that the body fights against. Because what's prophecy? Prophecy is, my neshama is going way up. The body can't handle that. The body's not going all the way up. My is going to be different, we'll see. But the average, average, Navi,
1: is
0: his neshama is going so, so, so high, it's almost like departing from the body to a certain extent, and the body is alone. The body is lonely. The body misses that connection to the neshama, its best friend. He can't handle that. The body is gonna constantly try to interfere. Therefore, in order for the Navi to be able to access that tremendously high level of ruhnius, what he needs to do is, the Zara Kadir says, Tnu Give a bribe to the samal. The samal is the almost like the demonic side. But what that means is, is that I need to make sure that the body is happy too. So my neshama is going way high, but my body needs to be taken care of also. My body needs to feel good. When my body is pacified and says, you know what, you're taking care of me also, and the body it's, itself is happy and taken care of, then the nishama is able to go up. Otherwise, the rider is going and the horse is being abandoned. And the horse is sad if it's abandoned. That's what that food is for, and that's what the food was for. Is that a steer with Har Sinai? I mean, they did that when they had to, with giant prophecy when they had to be preachers for three days. But they couldn't no relations and right. fa- there, there was, I think there was fasting too. Right. Point. So is that a steer to it? Or okay, that- great question. So at Har Sinai, the Jewish that Jewish men separated from their wives for for three days. So if you look at the story there, according to the original setup the Jewish men did not need to separate from their wives. However, the Jewish people said, we want to speak to Hashem directly, which is really a much higher madrega, much higher level than they were actually holding by. And Hashem said, "Ah, oh, if you need to do that, then you need to put in way more preparation to be able to make sure that you're shy, that it's possible for you to access that high madriga. That's an excellent point.
1: That's
0: an excellent point. So you need the body to consent to have this solitude without the neshama, and the truth is, it's not just that the body is alone. Like you're saying, like you're talking about Har Sinai. At Har Sinai, the Jewish people, the Chazal say we talked about last time, that their bodies were blasted away. The, the, the kedusha is so strong. In fact, the Rambam tells us all of the nevi'im, all every prophet in the world, saw his prophecy in a dream. Or their body was not fully engaged. He was not a full person. Mm-hmm. Like Hashem was, spoke to him like a person speaks to his friend. But everyone else is not like that. Because the body has to give up. The body has to surrender. Then shaman needs to go up and the body needs to go to sleep. The body can't handle that. Well,
2: Hashem couldn't talk to his puny with body? Because we're pulling the Shoma right out of our bodies. Exactly exactly right. Exactly right. Even though Moshe Rabbeinu, I don't think towards Hashem, I said, but the way Hashem showed his body to Moshe Rabbeinu, he, he hid him in a, at a cleft of a rock right. and, and passed by him and didn't see him face to face.
0: Right, so beautiful. So even even Hashem's connection to Moshe Rabbeinu, obviously, that's never going to be literally direct. Hashem doesn't have an actual body. It is just a representation to convey, to convey a message. So, in short, this idea of Yitzchak and Esau is that when we're trying to achieve a spirit, a, an extremely high spiritual level, I'm trying to put an extra effort to learn. I'm trying to put an extra effort to daven. The body fights that. The body fights that. The body doesn't want that because the body wants to sleep. The body wants to relax. The body wants to take it easy. So we have to make sure where R- Shlomo Volban the Ali Sure says, we have to make sure that the horse and the rider are on the same page. And that means that we're not creating any direct conflict. We're not abusing the body. We're making sure the body is taken care of. Some the VM, we're going to learn about the Ramam, says they would bring musical instruments to help get them in the mood. It's not just in terms of physical body and sleep and food. It has to do with emotions, feeling good for music. We want to uh, avoid causing clashes between the soul and the body. Another thing is that we have to try to avoid, Revolvo says, to avoid bringing ourselves in a situation which arouses bodily desires in a way which is not appropriate. I went to Baltimore with um, one of my classes a few years ago, and we met a sofer who spoke to the boys about tefillin, and the way he and, and he showed us all the different parts of tefillin, deconstructed tefillin, and how they make it, it was fascinating. <laughs> So he introduced the she'er by saying, "What's tefillin all about? What's 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 really going on? What are we doing every day with the leather boxes, leather straps? What's going on?" The Zohar Kadosh says, and I looked it up a few days ago, and it's and it's there. Hashem had tremendous love for the Jewish people. Hashem says, "I want to build. I want you to build me a home. Be mikdash, make for me a home." and I will dwell inside the Jewish people how do you do that? what is the secret of Hashem dwelling within the Jewish people? and here the Zerah says this is the secret of tefillin when we put on tefillin what we're doing is we are aligning our arm physical strength the brain intellectual strength the different senses very cool thing I learned about when I was a kid, that the Tefillin Yat has one box and the Tefillin Shal Rosh has four boxes. Because the Tefillin Shal Rosh is the main source of your seeing, your hearing, your smelling, and your tasting, Those are for those four senses. And the one box of the Tefillin Shal Rosh is the fifth senses, the hand is the main uh, source of the sense of, tu- of, of touch. So tefillin makes us a home for Hashem by taking our physical body and aligning it, helping that body and soul come together. So, does anyone have an example? Getting want to focus a little bit on Jewish music, or rather the attitude of music in Judaism. Yeah. 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 Anyone have an example of in the to- in the to- <laughs> of example of a person? Creating sounds with an instrument in the Torah. Can we have an example of that?
2: Oh, Tehillim. You have a whole bunch of musical instruments. Okay. So praising. Eshin. Okay, so
0: so you're praising Hashem with musical instruments. Great. The
1: the um.
0: Okay, great. So the trumpets in the midbar; those are used to gather. Um, the Jewish people when it's time to move on. So you have uh, blowing the chatzerts as a way of communication, let's call that, between man and his friend. There's praising, which is a person to Hashem. And the third way is creating a musical, creating music in order for the person to elevate themselves. So again, the chatzerts is for me to communicate to another person. There's praising Hashem,
2: which is for me to Hashem. But then there's a
0: third way, which is me and myself. I play music to elevate myself. Right. We're gonna learn. Right. We're gonna talk about that in a second. Right. Exactly. Right. So, so there is that elevating themselves, or was that a way of praising to Hashem, of of praising Hashem?
1: Probably worth the latter, I would think. But again,
0: obviously, when you play music, it's a way of elevating yourself as well. So that when the Ramam talks about how a Navi would prophesy, it says, all of the prophets, besides from Moshe couldn't just have prophecy whenever they wanted. They would focus their minds. In English, we would call it meditate. Not necessarily like sitting down on it, But focusing their minds. Mechavnim daitam, Meditating, focusing. They sit happy and they sit alone, having some moments of solitude. Why? Based on the Gemara M'sachim. Nevoah can only exist when a person's in a state of simcha shal mitzvah, being happiness in a state of mitzvah. Not if a person is sad. Or if a person is feeling lazy, when a person is feels happy and energized. Lefikach, therefore, the Ramam says, the children of the Navim, which means people who are training to become a Navi, before them they had drums and they had flutes, the kinar, and they had harps, wind instruments, string instruments, and they would seek out Nevi'im. you
2: seen about
0: so, this explains a new world in what Yitzchak was doing. It's not just, it, Yitzchak was not just that making the neshama and the guf on the same page because, okay, I'm letting the body, the body lets the neshama ascend. More than that, the body itself is happy. Zaktar Ramban. Ki achar hayachila misan neges v'simcha. Yitzchak Avina was happy. It took physical pleasure and happiness, and then you would have Ruach kodesh. I heard a beautiful thought from my rabbi, one of my ravim, when I was in um, first year post high school. Talked about different kinds of Jewish, uh, different kinds of music, based on the three different sons of Noach: Shem, Cham, and Yafes. So Cham means hot. So that represent that represents inflaming the body getting the body moving purely a physical thrill nowadays rap music um, exciting rock and roll especially if the, the lyrics are meaningless right? especially like what's happening is is that the body is getting inflamed the body is getting pumped up that's chum but not necessarily with any meaning to it not necessarily with any direction yafes is beautiful music but not necessarily with soul there were really, really rotten people who were famous composers of classical music. Anyone you shouldn't say his name in a Spanish, but Wagner. He was a very, very famous rabid anti semitic Horrible, horrible person and created magnificent music. Magnificent music. The Nazis played that music while they were torturing Jews in, in, in the Holocaust. So beauty... It does not necessarily come along with a soul.
1: That's,
0: that's Iephas, which connects to Greece and Hanukkah, like that whole world. You can have aesthetic beauty, but not necessarily a soul beauty. The last kind is the kind that we're aiming for is shame. Shame is soul. Music with meaning. Words that make sense with the tune. Right? Some of the Beatles songs were just famous for just being random like Yellow Submarine. Right? <laughs> They're just famous for not necessarily meaning anything of kind. Of, of right? The music doesn't overly stimulate the body. The person's das, his brain is still there, and brings a person to feel authentically happy. After you finish, it's not incongruous after hearing that to say, you know what, all right, I'm ready to go diving better. I'm ready to go learn better. Let's do something nice for somebody else. Hearing overly aggressive music makes you want to take a baseball bat and start smashing windows. Right? Right? That's the feeling that you get. I'm a it. Right? So and that's what's appealing. For a person who is attracted to the body, what happens there is that it triggers the body. It gets the body pumped up. It gets the body excited. And that's like that's like the kick. Like, oh, my body is stimulated. Right? Lahavdil, Rabbi Arpaz point out to pointed this out to me. When our Bishral made the musar movement. One of the kinds of mussar that he felt that, that people should learn is to learn what's called behispa'alos, behispa'alos, which basically means they would take a line of musr or a pasuk and say it over and over and over and over again. But they wouldn't just say it over again. They would say it with a nigan, And you hear people learning in the base marriage. Amr and you see that their, their body is getting involved. So the body and the neshama are fusing together. They're working together. There's a, there's a nigan. There's something sweet about it. Here's someone learning. It's such a beautiful thing to see. It's not just like a religious experience, abstract from the body. The body is getting involved. The body tastes the sweetness of it. I heard from one of my Urbayim, and this song, which changed my life, Rabbi Bader has changed my life in many ways. He said, when you dance, dancing Simchas Torah, thinking about the words that are being said, how good it is to be a Jew. And thinking about the words as you're dancing, it makes dancing a spiritual experience. Right? It's not just, here's this really, really loud, really, really stimulating body, and, and just wriggle around, and who can, who can be the best wriggler? <laughs> Right, and take selfies of themselves wriggling, and get lots of people watching them wriggling. Right, It's much more than that. You're thinking about the words connecting to the elevated values that it's, that, that, that it's saying.
2: Right? And, and that helped so much in Israel after the October 7th, uh, you can almost call it a Holocaust All the, the horrors that went on October 7th. Uh, some of the Hasidim had gone into the Jewish community Even on the streets in Tel Aviv. And Beautiful. People were so sad and picking them up with the, uh, the dancing. Incredible. And, and go, Shh.
0: I didn't know that. Incredible. We were back then talking about drums. Like how drums appeal to the lowest parts of the person. Right. I mean, it can provide a, it can provide a beat and... There's plenty of drums in the Torah, but the, if drums take on too much of the music, <laughs> then you know that you're in trouble. So after tonight, what surprising new recommendation would you make to a navi who wants to access other shem? Make Sing. it what? Sing. Sing. Beautiful. Anything? Anything else? I would say get enough sleep. Maybe have a good steak. If something's bothering you internally. Go speak to someone about it. Daiga le'ivish, is in prison bothered by someone, talk it out with somebody else. Make sure you're in a state of simcha shal mitzvah. Obviously, when we're talking about the value of taking care of the body, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to lose perspective. You know, bodybuilding is different than <coughs> a cardio exercise. Right? You know, imagine a man who buys a car and he waxes it. He gets turtle wax and he makes sure that every there's not a single dent and so on and so forth. But he never drives it. He takes it to the mechanic once a week. The mechanic looks at him and like, what's the point of your car if you're not taking it anywhere? That's like the, the, the horse and the rider. He makes sure the horse is immaculately groomed but never rides anywhere. So people who you know say that, you know, and I, I've been trying to, that's something I've been trying to do this year is trying to do more exercise. So if a person who's very, very into exercise, but they don't spend the rest of they don't use that physical health for something meaningful, so you're just, you know, brushing your horse without <laughs> taking your horse anywhere. So again, and this is and this is like Baron said, this thing has nothing to do or I shouldn't say nothing, is not exclusive to Navua. It's not specifically Navua related. If we don't sleep enough, we don't exercise enough, we don't take care of our inner world physical, spiritual, emotional, taking care of what our, of, of what's going on, then our body will eventually rebel. Our body will eventually rebel. Our body's going to say, you're not taking care of me. And therefore, the body will rebel.
2: I'll make it a little more specific. Yeah. If you don't get enough rest, your white blood cells don't work right, you get infections.
0: <laughs> there you go. So the the Ralbag, one of the commentaries in, in Tehillim when he talks
1: about um,
0: he talks about the Pasuk that says you know uh, one of the Naviim says take me the person who's going to play me music and the story over there was the Navi was a, it, was a, it was Alicia. Elisha was very angry at somebody who did something bad but he wanted to have Nebuah but he couldn't because he was angry so he said, "Get me a music player. Get me a musician. Play for me." Why the rabag says because cas anger holds back the person from being able to connect to that higher part of himself. Because of what's bothering him, the the things that are bothering him in his mind. And the same thing applies to any emotional health. A person has things underlying things which are bothering him, unresolved difficulties and things like that. That's eating up a huge portion of his brain space. When I come to the base marriage and I'm bothered by something, I have difficulty with financially, I'm having difficulty with a family member, so on and so forth. I'm learning, but there's a big portion of my brain which is not in the base marriage. It's being eaten up by things which are bothering me. So taking care of myself, taking care of my body, taking care of my spirit are all things which are that platform upon which the spiritual world can be built. So, getting back to Tefillin, just want to end up with Tefillin. This is a chizik for us, for me, speaking of myself first, to put on Tefillin with Kavanah. Because if you look at the L'Shem Yicha, which talks about the, uh, the prayer before putting on Tefillin, it talks about why we put on Tefillin. And it's Tefillin corresponds to the heart. That's why the box is tilted slightly inside on the bicep, so that it's facing the heart. I want to channel my body, and I want to elevate my body. People who got to the madrega story said about Rubikiva Eger, that Rubikiva Eger was so holy that he basically, the doctors the doctors came and saw him. He, had, he was sickly with stomach problems his whole life. And doctors came to him, and they basically said the only way he's surviving is because his neshama is keeping him up. His neshama and guf combined, that the neshama lifted up the body. That's a huge, huge madrega. But we do that also in our way. When I channel my body towards Hashem, I channel my heart towards Hashem. And on the head corresponding to the brain. The neshama in my brain. That itself is a whole sheer. <laughs> With all of my different senses and my strengths, everything should be channeled to, be, to use that in an elevated way. So Hashem should help us develop a, this special guf and like Darcha Sadiqim teaches us. And through that, we'll make ourselves fully open to receive the incredible spirituality Hashem can offer us.
1: I would gather